Everybody has complaints. Sometimes they're large and loud, and sometimes they're quieter, but they're still there. Today, in episode 77 of our Love Made Easy podcast, we're asking the question, are your complaints helpful or getting in the way of love? Hi, we're Susie and Otto Collins from SusieandOtto.com, and welcome to the Love Made Easy podcast, where we believe no one should have to struggle to have the love they want. Love is unlimited, and it's already inside you, waiting to be released and fully expressed. We believe nothing is more important than love. And in this podcast, and all the podcast episodes we released, we're all about helping you open to having all the love you could ever want and helping you let go of any limitations that keep you from experiencing love as fully, deeply, and completely as possible. And now, here's today's episode of Love Made Easy. Today's topic is our complaining nature, because we all complain. Uh, well, uh, first of all, I don't know that complaining is our nature. It sure seems like it No, does. our complaining nature, because it's that we like to complain. I mean, we, we complain about the weather, we complain about... Uh, the situation in whatever country we're in, you know, the government, we complain about a lot of things. I, I know what you're saying, and I'm still, mm-hmm. I still stand by what I said, that I'm not sure it's our nature, but I think it's extremely commonplace, and I think that, there, that people have an addiction to complaining. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. And we put both of us in that little pile, too, huh? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I have been a champion <laughs> complainer in my life. And what's so fascinating is I'm not so different from everybody else. I, left to my own devices, I will find an extraordinary amount of stuff to complain about. In fact, so much so that I had to put myself on a complaint diet. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about that? Well, in fact, I'll even go as far as to say that uh, not not only am I putting myself on a a no-complaint diet, but I'm actually creating it as an intention, as a way of living, as a way of being, that I do not have any complaints. Mm, Boy, that's big. It is big. Because in my world, I have been, as I said, a champion complainer. I would find stuff to complain about. Um, it doesn't matter what it is, and I will find something wrong. And mm-hmm. I will, I, I mean, that has been my tendency. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't think this is our nature. No, no, I, I get what you're saying about nature, but we have adopted that because, uh, most of us think erroneously that if we believe the worst then we it'll soften the blow when it happens so so we complain about it uh whatever it is and i don't think any of that's conscious but it's it's just um really a way of 
um, like I said, softening the blow when it happens, you know, like, like, um, uh, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop. Um, but that's not the way it works at all. Well, when I, when I really go back to the topic that we're talking Mm -hmm. about here, which is, are your complaints helpful or getting in the way of love? And I look and I think about the coaching clients that I've had over the years and the people that I've worked with and talked with. There's an extraordinary amount of focus on what's wrong with the other person. Mm-hmm. And so that becomes the do- their, their dominant thing that they're focused on and fixated on. And so that's what they do is they complain a lot. And they think that it's helpful because they're helping the other person to be a better person, um, maybe to um, uh, be the person that they want them to be. (laughs) So what I'm getting around to is that a lot of times we think that, that when we're complaining that it is helpful. And it's not. No, but but can you riff just a little bit on why somebody might think that it's helpful? Well, somebody might think it's helpful to be constantly complaining because at some level they think that it's going to get them what they want. Mm-hmm. And they think that, well, if I just uh, say this enough, he or she's finally going to get it. And loud enough. Mm-hmm. Well, loud enough, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in in a certain tone of voice, a mm-hmm. certain way of saying it, and I don't know that that's going to be true. No, because what happens? And I just want to say that a lot of times we don't even think of it as complaining; we think of it as um, being helpful. Yeah, being helpful, right? And and it's anything but because what that does is put the other person on the defensive we we've talked a lot both in the you know in previous podcast episodes and we've talked a lot in other ways the articles we've written over the years and we certainly do this when we're working one-on-one with a coaching client but looking at the difference between making a request Mm -hmm. that something you would like to be different either in the relationship or in your life versus a straight up complaint. Mm -hmm. And, and so give me an example of the difference. Well, the, the biggest thing that's coming to me now is when people start saying things like you never, Mm -hmm. I wish you would pay attention to the kids just once. Mm -hmm. I wish that you would pay attention to me like you do your work. Mm -hmm. I wish you would, you know, I wish you would come, you know, I wish you would be here at dinner on time. I mean, these, those are instead of a request Yeah, of, I would really love it if you could make it to dinner, you you know, at the time we've agreed on. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it doesn't even have to come off like that, but it can come off 
like a, a command um, of, okay, I want you to work in the yard today or whatever, whatever it is that you want the other person to do. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like a complaint, but the other person may not want to do it that at that time. And uh, it may sound like a complaint to that person. Whereas, you know, if you said, okay, can we talk about the yard work needs to be done? Can we talk about how we're going to do that? Mm-hmm. And when when we can do it or uh, when when you're willing to help or whatever. So So it's enrolling, and I use that word, but that's what it is. You are inviting that person to a discussion instead of, uh, saying this is what's going to happen today, and it that can come off as a complaint, you know. Like, and if you don't do it, then I'll be angry with you, or I'll uh, not not want to talk to you. I'll I'll give you the cold shoulder. I'll whatever. Now, something that happens quite quite frequently is somebody will be wanting a change to happen wanting their their you know we're talking about intimate relationships here Mm -hmm. but the same thing applies to other kinds of relationships is just imagine that you are talking to your friends or you're talking to your co-workers and you are complaining all the time about a certain person Mm -hmm. it could be your spouse it could be your partner it could be somebody that you work with and when you're complaining, or at least the perception is you're complaining all the time, people notice that and they don't want any part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've worked with somebody like this mm-hmm. in the past where it seemed like all they did was complain. Mm-hmm. And what was interesting, what was fascinating, because this person seemed to be nonstop the whole day mm-hmm. complaining. And when I read really, about nonsense about oh, well, you know everything, yeah. yeah. And when oh, I, it's too cold out or whatever. That, that's that's the way it is. It's too hot. Mm-hmm. It's too mm-hmm. cold. It's there's too many customers. There's not mm-hmm. enough customers. I mean, what whatever. Mm-hmm. It's um, when I really got down to it, it was this is just the way it was playing out because she didn't feel appreciated. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And do people do this then for attention a lot of times? It's it's just like a kid that's uh, been told that they can't do something. Mm-hmm. They act out in different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you tell a kid, for example, well, you can't have a piece of candy. Well, it might come out sideways by them kicking the floor of the, the back seat of the car for mm-hmm. all the entire ride home from the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what happens a lot of times with people is their desires that they think they mm-hmm. either want mm-hmm. that the other person's not coming through on or, or something like that, it, it ends up coming out sideways in a complaint instead of them just asking. Mm. So if somebody, um, you know, I'm just thinking of uh, you, not not you, Otto, but you, the listener, um if if there are a lot of complaints that you can 
here in your mind and and that are coming up for you and they just seem to come out all the time that you really stop and notice what is it that I really want in my life what am I what am I thinking that I'm lacking is it feeling important um is it unappreciated what what is it that I really want instead of all these complaints that I'm having, maybe against one person. Yeah. Uh, but maybe maybe it's just how you've adopted living your life with uh, one complaint after another. So, you know, we're saying stop. If if this is going on inside you, just stop and see. Okay, what is it that I really want here? And I'm curious, Otto, and, and you know, you're saying that, that you've gone on a, a no-complaint diet here. <laughs> what What is it? Did you find anything that uh, you, you really, did you uncover anything that you, that you really wanted? Or was it just a habit that you had gotten into? It looked to me like I was complaining about everything to the point that this was my dominant way of looking at life instead of it being a place of possibility, meaning my life. Mm -hmm. And so I want to come from a place of possibility. Mm -hmm. Now, fortunately, I didn't do this quite I mean, I, I didn't do this hardly at all in my rela- relationship with you. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of other aspects of my life where this seemed to be the dominant thought that I had mm-hmm. was all these different aspects of negativity. And so I had all these seemingly complaints. And so they kept, I mean, I kept voicing them and I wasn't even aware of it. Mm. And so I want to come from a place of possibility and as long as I'm focused on what's wrong instead of what's right, then I'm not going to come from a place of possibility. Possibilities are not going to be available to me if my focus and my fixation mm-hmm. is on what's wrong. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens in life is we get more of what we focus on. Mm-hmm. And once I really saw that Oh, I, I'm really focused on the the negative aspect here. Then I, I said, okay, it's got to stop. It's mm-hmm. got to stop right now. Mm-hmm. In fact, this is actually kind of a, a subset of something else that I've thought for a long time that when I think about my own inner peace, mm. that there was a, a mantra that I came up with or maybe it's not a mantra maybe it's just a a thought or a way of seeing things but i thought anything that interferes with my inner peace has got to go mm-hmm. and you really think about that to make the statement that anything that interferes with my inner peace has got to go well there's a there's a temptation to say okay uh, my spouse, my partner, they're out of here. <laughs> I don't mean that. I mean my thinking. Inside you. Inside yeah. me. 
So first it's becoming aware. Yes. You know, it really is. It's stopping. I remember uh, my first husband and I were married for 30 years. And I remember, I don't know what year, it was, I don't know, maybe year 20 or something like that, where I realized that we were really picking it on one another. We were we were complaining about each other to you know and 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 just just picking on each other and i i, I realized i said i don't want to do this and we talked about it he didn't want to do it either and i just stopped i just stopped picking on him and and he stopped picking on me now that did not save the the, the marriage but it made life a whole lot better, you know, the years later that we were together. And, you know, I could go into all kinds of reasons why that marriage died. But it was, it, it was time, and, and he would agree, too. And, uh, you know, I was, I was destined to meet you, Otto, and, and create what we've done here all these years but I realized then oh I don't want to do this and I sure didn't want to do it with you I didn't want to complain about you especially to other people um, if I had something some complaint or whatever about you <laughs> then I would talk with you and I think that's been really healthy for us. One thing that I wanted to share before we bring this podcast episode to a close is uh, if you have ever read one of my Facebook posts where I've mentioned you, uh, Susie, I, I've referred to you both in personal conversations with other people on Facebook, podcast, different things as the incredible Susie. And the reason I do this because it because I think that we that our relationships are a creation mm-hmm. that we are creating them in our mind all the time. And what's the reason I'm bringing this up is that I couldn't think of you as incredible if I was focused on anything that I had to complain about about you. And so, and there's plenty that you could complain about me. If, if I and so, I could complain about you, if I chose to make yes. that my focus, yes. But I don't want to do that because I want to have this incredible relationship, and I know that it's impossible if I'm focused on bringing up the worst and focusing on the negative and complaining all the time. And then I'm just going to get more of that because that's where my focus and that's where my fixation is. And you know what's wonderful is that you can do this too, you the listener. You can you can lead with love instead of complaints. You can lead with um, invitations and and uh, you know trying to to uh, listen to the other person and and have an agreement 
about something and make sure that there is buy-in from the other person instead of just um, being browbeaten into uh, uh, you think an agreement. But there's there are, anybody can do this. I mean, that's, that's really what I want to say. Um, what's getting in the way of love? Complaints are a choice. Mm-hmm. And as I see it, the question really is, is this choice to focus on your complaints, is that going to bring you closer to or further from what it is that you really want in your love relationships or any other aspect of your life? That's really the question. Is it going to bring you closer to or further from? Everything's a choice. At least that's the way I see it. Thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you have a question for us or you'd like to have a private conversation with one of us about how you can have more love in your life or how you can remove the blocks to creating more of anything you want in your life, just visit our website at suzyandotto.com and click on the link at the bottom of the website that says contact and then fill out the contact form there and let us know what question you have or that you'd like to have a no-charge conversation. On our website, we have a ton of free resources for you to explore. You'll find hundreds of free articles, videos, podcasts, and if you want to go deeper in our work, we have books, programs, courses, and you can also work with us one-on-one. It's all described on our website at suzyandotto.com. Again, thanks for listening to the Love Made Easy podcast. If you liked what you heard here, please recommend us to your friends, family, and coworkers, and we would totally love it if you'd leave a review, especially on Apple or iTunes, because your feedback and review is what will help others know that it's not only a good podcast and you've enjoyed it, but also it helps us be found in these podcast directories like Apple and iTunes. Thanks again for listening. Blessings and love to you. Susie and I look forward to talking with you again soon. Take care.